Have you ever been curious if there are different rules or different tips that we should be considering when we have a phone interview? Well, hang with me today because that is what we're talking about. This is the Career Talk, Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. And today is episode number 35, and we're talking about phone interview tips. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, and that is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others and sharing what I've learned and passing that information along. So here we are on the podcast. And I do want to give fair warning. Some of my episodes do contain adult language. And this month, for the month of March, we are running a contest. So stay with me until the end to learn more. Let's get into it. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you? I hope your day is going freaking amazing. Today we're talking about phone interview tips and I've done episodes and I have a bunch of information on my website regarding interview tips, but I think it's important to dig in deeper to specifically phone interview tips because, well, it's what I do pretty much every day. So as a recruiter, typically I'm doing a phone interview before I send candidates to hiring managers. And I really want to help people get better at winning their phone interview. And my dog is totally sitting next to me on an ottoman where she has taken over a blanket. So if you hear her in the background, that's little dog. (laughs) Oh, she's such a goober. Um, Okay, so let's get into these seven phone interview tips. The first one is to really make sure you're in a quiet and distraction-free space. So you're not driving you're not playing with your dog. You want to make sure you also don't have a ton of background noise. So maybe you're not at the airport or you're not at a loud coffee shop. And I would also encourage you to make sure you have good cell phone reception because there is oftentimes where I'm talking to people, but they're cutting in and out because their cell phone reception is like not so awesome. And I'm missing a lot of probably really, really good and valuable information. Number two is going to be as you're answering questions and describing your history and your background, I would encourage people to not assume what your company does. So if you work for Google, right, we all know or we all should know what Google is and what they do. However, I don't know all of the different business units within Google, and I may not know exactly what your business unit does. And while Google is probably not the best example for this, it's still applicable if you work in a business unit that's less popular. But this is going to be most applicable to those smaller companies, the ones that may have a recognizable name, but if you ask like a random person at you know, a coffee shop or something, they might not be able to tell you exactly what the company does. And the reason why this is important is because if the person you're talking to doesn't know what the company does, it's going to be hard for them to draw a parallel or to understand the full extent of your experience. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to ramble on and on and on and on and on and on and on. (laughs) Get my point there? (laughs) About what the company does. It could be a super quick description. So maybe someone is asking you, hey, describe your experience at ABC Company and in ABC position. 
Right. Well, ABC Company manufactures widgets. And as a ABC employee, I did this, right? So it could be something that super simple. Yes, I don't want you getting on a super long tangent about what the company does because you should be answering questions about your experience, typically, in an interview. Which leads me to number three quite well, and that is to answer questions directly and thoroughly, yet don't ramble. So oftentimes, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating you guys, I will ask a question and people will talk for five to seven minutes to answer it. I'm like, whoa. And the question could be just as simple as, hey, give me a brief overview of your position at XYZ company. That's it. And then I get seven freaking minutes of rambling. I can almost guarantee you I have stopped actively listening if you're rambling for seven minutes. Now in my interviews, I take notes. So I try and type out everything people say. However, registering all of that information usually stops happening if someone's rambling on that long. I still may be typing, but I'm not fully absorbing the information. So answer questions directly and thoroughly, but don't ramble and practice beforehand tightening up your answers and making them thorough but concise. And number four is along the lines of taking notes. So I would encourage you to take notes during your phone interview. You want to make sure you're capturing and remembering all the important information. And I would also tell you to expect the interviewer to take notes as well. And I want to bring this up because there have been times, like I just mentioned, right? I try and type out everything people say. And that's for me because my memory is not so great. And if I talk to 15 people, it's unlikely I'm going to remember at the end of the day who's who and who said what. So I need to make notes. It's easiest for me to just try and type everything out as people say it. And people have actually had the audacity to... (laughs) pause in the middle of a question or in the middle of an answer, excuse me, and ask me if they want to wait until I'm done with whatever I'm doing. So they're assuming I'm sending an IM or maybe typing an email. They assume I'm ignoring them when in actuality, I'm typing notes on what they're telling me. It doesn't leave a positive impression. So I would encourage you to write notes. And if you're going to be typing your notes, I would even tell that to the person like, hey, just as a heads up, I'm going to be typing notes on what you share with me. So if you hear me clicking away, you know, I'm completely listening and engaged. It's just my way. I personally would recommend you just write it down because that's not going to be very loud in the background because some people type super loud, but it is what it is. So if you're going to be typing notes, just share that. I mean, that is completely fair. Now, if you're going to be writing a bunch of notes, I would also be really careful as to not shuffle paper. And this one, a lot of people don't understand or realize, but shuffling paper is so loud. Have you ever been on the conference call with a bunch of other people and there's that one person who's like flipping through a notebook or moving papers around? I'm sure you have. And it's louder than you expect it to be. Like the act of flipping through paper isn't necessarily loud, but for whatever reason, over the phone, it's so loud. So I would just be really conscious of that. So right before your interview, just make sure you have a clean sheet of paper so you don't need to be flipping around. Uh, And if you have questions you want to ask, make sure that's on the top of your paper and leave the bottom part of the paper for your notes. Okay, number five is to be respectful of the other person's time. Now, I typically schedule my phone interviews for 30 minutes, 
but with the expectation that most of them are only about 15-20 minutes. However, sometimes people don't show up for their interviews or they call me back 10-15 to minutes after a scheduled time or they cancel or reschedule at the very last second. And I get it, you guys. Shit happens, right? Like, that's the life we live is where unexpected things are constantly happening and we can't always control everything. But just do your best to be as respectful as possible and understand the other person is also busy. You're busy. The other person's busy. Everybody's typically busy. So you just want to be really respectful of that and try and start and end of those interviews on time. And that kind of leads well into number six, and that is what to do if you miss a phone interview. Now, in an ideal situation, you would be able to call or email before the scheduled time and let that person know like, hey, I'm so sorry, ABC came up and I'm going to have to reschedule our call. That's ideal, but I get it. Emergencies happen. So what I would do is the second you have free time, write an email and there's nothing wrong with that. But I would also offer up the reason why. So some people just email me after the fact. They're like, hey, sorry, I missed my phone interview. Can we reschedule? And you know, 99% of the time I, I absolutely reschedule unless it's like the second time they've done it. And then I usually don't. But if I can relate and I can understand what you're going through, there isn't going to be any sort of negative impression, if that makes sense. Now, if you're uncomfortable sharing, if it's something super personal and and you can't make it simple so like you don't have to tell someone why you had to bring your kid to the doctor but maybe you just had to go to the doctor you don't have to give the reasons why and maybe it's a family thing that you don't really want to share hey I had a family emergency come up that's okay you don't have to give the details and quite honestly sometimes it when people do it it's too much but again it just it makes us more human <laughs> and number seven is just a few things that you should not be doing during a phone interview So we should not be chewing gum. We should not be smoking. I've had, by the way, all of these things happen during a phone interview and they drive me bananas. So I want to share them with you so you don't do them (laughs) and drive someone else bananas. (laughs) You should not be eating. You should not be drinking. Now having, you know, a sip of water is one thing, but to be like slurping down, you know, some sort of drink with a bunch of ice in it and a straw and it's making a bunch of noise, it's rude and it's unprofessional. And definitely no like hard candies or or mints. I don't know what it is about candy, but it's loud on the phone. So that's it. Those are my seven tips specific to phone interviews. All right, guys, gals, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you found this episode helpful. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really, really appreciate it. You can find more information as well as the episode show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And be sure to come back next week for episode number 36, where we are going to be talking about three ways to get a raise. And in case you haven't heard, we have a Facebook group for the listeners of this podcast. It was created for all of us to really just help each other out and support each other and kind of have a ongoing Q&A and just really learn from each other. So check it out. You can use the link in the episode description as well as just by searching in Facebook for the name of the podcast. And I would really love to hear from you guys about how I can help out, any topic ideas you have, what you're struggling with. So send me a note on either Facebook or my email. 
And if you need additional help, you know, I've had quite a few people reach out and ask how they can work with me directly. So there's two different ways that we can work together right now. One is if you need help with your resume, I can offer a resume review as well as one-on-one coaching. If you use the discount code podcast, you can get 10% off any service you book with me and for our contest. So this episode is coming out on the 27th of March. So for all of the month of March, we're running a podcast review contest. So act quick because we don't have much time if you're listening to this on the day it comes out and you don't want to miss out. So all you have to do is leave a review of the podcast. And if you don't know how to do that, I'll tell you in just a second. Screenshot the review and post it to Facebook using the hashtag career talk podcast. And one winner is going to receive a free hour of coaching or a resume review, whatever you need help with. So don't miss out. I cannot wait to see your screenshots. And how to write a review. It's super easy. So this is for iTunes. Um, Just go to the podcast app on your phone and in the bottom toolbar, tap search. And then in the top toolbar, enter the name of the podcast Hit the podcast show graphic, so not the episodes themselves, and then go to reviews, and then just tap write a review. And I would be so very grateful if you could take the time to do that. It really does help others find the podcast, and my goal is to help as many people as I can with the information I've learned. So thank you in advance for doing that. And to those who have already taken the time, I love reading your guys' comments. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, guys, go out there, have a great day, and crush it. Bye.